welcome to Sport Analyst Network Nigeria. Okay. Ubo, I'm your handcuff. I mean, that time you can also call me Ubo Juris. Yes, we tend our and Horace had apology for being absent last week or not dropping an episode last week. That was the result of circumstance beyond our control. And please note that henceforth, Sport Analyst Network Nigeria football draws will be dropping every Saturday evening. All right, see for the notice. All right, featuring on this podcast, we shall be talking about Super Falcons opening in, I mean, at the hand, in the hands of Bayana Bayana of South Africa, reverse angel participation of the continent. We shall also be talking about first educated to moving to Rangers. We shall also be talking Peter, uh, uh, sorry, Yana just struggled at Leicester. While we also take a look at the preparation of Super who's going into that double header against Central African Republic in the World Cup for the fires. Can you grab the popcorn and join us? All right, I'm joined by our, our regular analyst on the show. I have with me Amza Halasa. Amza, it's good to have you back here. All right. Uh, the Super Falcons got on board on home soil by the Bayana Bayana of South Africa by three goals two in the final of Aisha Buhari's invitational women's football. We should not forget that they could only beat this email, this same opponent via sport kicks in the African Women Cup of Nations in 2018. It's about dominant as the end of African of women's of Afri- African women's football over Hamza. Mm, I won't really say it's over, Abdul Hamid. Um, when you look at some of the statistics, yes, at some point the Super Eagles had failed to qualify for the Olympic Games. At some point, the, um, the Super Falcons, I meant to say, the Super Falcons had also failed to win the African Women Championship. Falcons dominating female football on the African continent. Um, when you look at it, Categorically, you would want to say there's no tournament anywhere in the world that one team will be dominating for over 30 years. I don't think it has happened, whether it's a team sport, whether it's a, um, an individual sport. So these things happen. And for us Nigerians, much as we want to rise up to the occasions, it's not palatable to us. We are not happy over it, but these things do happen. Abdul Hamid. Well, I do, well, the happy thing about this, and I'm happy about this, is that it's for us to go out to join board, like we always say in this part of the world. I mean, there has been, no, I mean, the development of women's football in Nigeria is poor. Yes, the, one of the reasons why we've been, and one of the reasons why we've been in the on the continent is that we, I mean, we have our our players, our players have exposure more than more than our, I mean, more than our rivals on the continent. It's take, it's time, it's time for us to take a look at our our own women's league and the women's football in Italy. And have a better look at it, and have a, I mean, and I'll do something better as regards development of, of women's football in Nigeria. Uh, All right, Abdul Hamid, I would want to disagree with you slightly. Much as this position I will take now it might not be a general or popular in likes of Azza Toshwala, 
very experienced players, they are trained in Europe top female leagues. If the local league was not so good, people have not given them the platform to be exposed. How much more for these international clubs to come running after players playing for the Super Falcons? Yes, there's still room for improvement, but to absolutely say the league, the female league in Nigeria, is not giving the platform for these players to thrive might not necessarily be true. Like I said earlier on, this might not be a very popular opinion, but that is my take on it. The league... Female League in Nigeria needs improvement in all ramifications. I agree. But looking at the positives, I think there are still things to be drawn from this league, Abdul Hamid. All right. Let's move. And let's talk about our Rivers Angels. Our Rivers Angels, our Rivers Angels have been drawn in the B of the California Champions League. They will be up against the bigger queens of Kenya, Memorial Sonnets of South Africa, and as far off Morocco. Uh, Vega Queens defeated Provincial Bank of Utopia two goals to one in the final of the Safa Women Club Championship, uh, Championship rather, the tournament meant for East and Central African Football Association. Yes, we have Mary Sonia ladies uh, defeated Black Queens Queens of Zimbabwe to pick the source slot for the Southern region of Africa, while Asphalt uh, finished top of the standings in the North African region, scoring 14 goals in the qualification series. So, what are the chances of Rivers Angel in this group, Hamza? Um, we just finished talking about the South Africans um, winning the Super Falcons um, at the Aisha Invitational Tourney. Now again, Rivers Angels want to face South Africa. Ordinarily, that strikes fear in my heart. South African women might also trickle, trickle down to club football, uh, female club football on the continent. But looking at the group, aside the South African side, the melodic uh, women, I don't see any other side giving the super, um, the um, reverse angels side from Patakot a difficult time, Abdul Hamid. So I see the I mean, seeing, seeing the male country, I mean, the male counterparts struggling against things of North Africa, do you see the same applying to the uh, Rivers Angel? From 1991 till date, from whether it's on um, the um, female Cup of Nations, whether it's um, on um, the Olympic qualifications in terms of female, um, the North African sides, female national sides, have not really been a force to be reckoned with. So I don't see the same thing happening. Yes, um, for the male, um, Ali, um, Esperance, um, once you hear those names, they strike fears in the likes, in the minds of the likes of Aimba, Rangers, Latu United, Lobby. But Female football, it's a different kettle of fish entirely, Abdul Hamid. I don't see this team giving reverse angels a run for their money, truly. We shall be very careful because this as far side, yes, as for yeah, for record to speak, as far as the acronym for sportive, they foresee Amis Realis. Like I said, they scored 14 goals in the Polynesian series. They are very, they are very, they are a very high scoring side. And talking about our memory Sundan ladies, uh, they have a very striker in uh, Melinda Gadiati. Who scored five goals in the Colombian series? She is a player to watch out for. Yeah, I a good news for uh, Rivers Angel. Quickly, quickly Abdulhamid, before we proceed to yeah. uh, before we proceed, quickly Abdulhamid, before we proceed, 
this um, North African side, what, were, uh, what was the strength of the opposition? They scored that one, two, three, up to 14 goals against. Can we quickly have them? Just to tell that opposition, yes, when you play a, a lower side, when you play a weaker side, when you come across a stronger side, a weaker goals will be coming in like that. If, 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 in fact, they scored 10 goals against a side. Yeah, they scored 10 goals. <laughs> It is one of the sides. I mean, I mean this as far side. And the question is, which side? Which side? Yeah, yeah. Oh, which side? What is it? Well, is it a first? Is the side a first or second? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. Let's know. proceed, Abdulhamid. You know the coverage of female football. Yes, this part of the world is too low as compared to what we have in Europe. So, 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 to, so, to, I mean, it is. Agreed. It is difficult to ascertain the strength of the side. Yeah. Let, let, let me quickly uh, joke a little bit. Um, when um, Reverse Angels beat a female team from, say for instance, Djibouti now by 10-0, I don't think that should be one that we should be very happy over because it's not a really test. It's not a test as it were. It's not in terms of pedigree. Both sides should not be compared together if you get my point, Abdul Hamid. Of course, I got your point, yes. Talking about one of their counterparts, our Vigia Queens, these are they are struggling to financially prepare for the competition, which starts in November. They need 9.8 million Kenya shillings to pay for the tournament. And news Avid that Saka don't catch them. Good news for the, for Rivers Angel. That's all I have to say. Good news, Abdul Hamid. <laughs> yes, uh, like we say, local balance. If one person all knows for one person all knows uh, better. Uh, so, so going to a competition. To see. So let's move. Good, right. good news for Rivers Angels of Nigeria. All right, let's move. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go, um, let's go, go back to the Nigerian Professional Football League. Yeah, the main, uh, the main category. Uh, yes, Hamza, uh, we have. If I, if I want to add the opportunity to talk about uh, Finish George's appointment as Imba head coach. Uh, news this week he met with uh, the governor of Habia, if I'm not be, if I, if I'm not to be mistaken, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, what should, what should you expect from Finidi uh, George? Yeah, first, first, let me say congratulations to the former Ajax man. Elimba Football Club of Aba is a team with rich pedigree. So they've won all that needs to be won on the Nigerian local um, scene, and they've won the Cup Champions League back to back. So the stakes are high for Finidi George. And when you just suppose that with the fact that he has no coaching experience on the African or in the Nigerian Professional League, you begin to get a bit worried. But let's hope his qualifications and his experience will come to play as he starts to coach this giant of Nigerian football. But as it is, I just have to, at this point, wish the former Karabar Rovers, Iwanyahu National, and Sharks of Portacourt player good luck as he starts a new phase of his career out there in the elephant city of Aba, Abdul Hamid. Would I, would I be right to say that you can't be your test to say you enjoy your best success in Aba? No, success is relative. Um, I, maybe winning the league in a first season 
might not be something you might want to crave for. But if he's able to win the league, he'll be successful. By and large, I see him successful quickly. I see him being successful maybe after one or two seasons, taking cognizance of the fact that this is the first his first time on the Nigerian uh, football, local football um, scene. He'll be successful, but definitely I don't expect much from him in his first year. Maybe going into the second, third year, if his contract um is if his contract will if his if he will still be with the Abbas side at that point. I mean, all right, let's hope he's given the time and Eva is patient with him so that he can do something meaningful with the elephants. All right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, sorry. Uh, well, um, the Horaku himself, uh, Ogubote. <laughs> so, um, please, what is Nishias again? Oh, how on earth am I forgetting his first name? What is his first name again? Mega Ogubote, yes. Mega Ogubote. Yes, thank you very much. Mega Ogubote has also moved to Remo Stars. I mean, this is a very, is a very, is a very surprising move. For me, it's not really a surprise. When uh, Benga Ogubote left Sunshine Stars towards at the, towards the end of the last um, NPFL season in, uh, in Nigeria, one was, I, I began to imagine that, oh, perhaps this coach is already in, in talks with one of the teams that once the season ends, is going to take over the sweats merchant position in the team. But I never thought of Remo Stars truly. I was looking at maybe the likes of Shooting Stars. I was looking at maybe the likes of Plato United. But Remo Stars, I never thought, I never saw it coming, Abdul Hamid. And, and, and that's the statement for Remo Stars. I mean, to have a I mean, veteran in Ogubote uh, as a coach, that's the very the statement from, from Remo Stars for the newly promoted side. Well, I, mean, I mean, I want to disagree a little bit that Benga um, Ogubote is a veteran of the Nigerian Professional League. Now, it depends on how you want to define a veteran, how you want to describe a veteran. Benga Ogubote has not won the Nigerian Professional League. I think his highest honor on the local scene was when they did that miracle against when he was the coach of Rangers Football Club of him when they did that miracle against Kano Pillars in Asaba. That is his highest honor. So to say Benga Ogumbote is a veteran of the Nigerian League, well, for me, it's very debatable because when I want to call somebody a veteran, maybe we'll begin to talk about um, Kennedy Boboye. Those are people, uh, Abdul Mekaba, those are people I'll begin to call veterans. But Benga Ogumbote doesn't really have the credentials to be called a veteran. It remains very debatable, Abdul Hamid. So would I, would, I mean, would I be right to say that Benga Ogumbote is an, an underachiever for someone that has so much hype around him? Truly, when you look at, I, I deal facts and figures, I deal results. So when I look at the results, when I look at his um, CV, I don't really see Benga I've not seen Benga Ogumbote, like I said before, winning the league in Nigeria. He has only, the highest honor he has bagged is a... a the FA Cup, like I said earlier on, with Rangers International. So I see him as an, un an underachiever, not until he wins this league, let's say in this case, with Remosters, which for me is a tall order. I would really begin to see Benga Ogumbote as a veteran in the Nigerian League. He has good, he has coached top slides, he has coached Rangers, he has coached Ayimba, he has coached Shooting Stars, he has coached Lobby Stars, he has coached Sunshine with, for even the second time, first time in 2012, and then the second time in 2020. But truly, has he won the Nigerian football crown with any of these things? The answer is no, Abdul Hamid. 
Mm, mm. All right, let's move. Yeah, former Super Eagles, let's talk about transfers. Former Super Eagles player, EGK Ozone, he was part of the Super Eagles team that won the African Cup of Nations in 2013 as we joined Rangers International of Enugu after nine years of his exit from the club. Yes, the science Antelope has uh, also said to have signed the seven year old Benin International Stefan Sessayon. The flying antelopes are cooking, Hamza. For me, football enthusiasts, enthusiasts on the local scene, and uh, these transfers are coming to me as surprise. Ezunyi, ah, 33 year old player, yes, his experience. Um, is this the type of player um, Rangers International really need at this time? Let's hope he succeeds. That's all I have to say. For the Bena Republic International, who has played for Paris Saint-Germain and the rest, again, age might not be on his side. But in all this, let's hope and wish them good luck. And let's hope they bring their experience to bear. Abdul Hamid. All right, let's move. Yes, before we talk, before we talk about the Super Eagles, double area against Central African Republic, let's talk about Kiritiana just struggled with Leicester. Junior Mankell's finished the season on a high with Leicester with 10 goals on seven games. But he's yet, but he is yet to start a game for Leicester in the Premier League this season. Amza, what could have gone wrong? Surprises, surprising that um, the senior man, you know, he got that appellation towards the end of last season when he was banging in goals week in, week out, match in, match out, if there's any English word like that. It's surprising that Kelechi Hanacho is not able to enact the sparkling form of last season. One cannot really put his hand toward the issues, or do we say he's a slow starter? Because even last season, he didn't really start the season on fire. He grew into the league. So let's give him that excuse. Let's cut him some, some slack to say maybe he will still need time to grow into the season like he did in the penultimate season, Abdul Hamid. Uh, yeah, because I was going by facts and figures. I mean, I see no reason why these guys should not be starting games for the Foxes. Because this guy, I mean, he had. Passing goals not important last season. It was only Jimmy Vardy that had more. Completed 80 percent of his passes. He most of all Leicester's forward. I mean, this guy does everything. The only thing, the only, I mean, the only issue I have with him is maybe his defensive contribution because he recorded the lowest successful pressure of all Leicester forwards because and Rogers demands his forwards to press when they don't have the ball. I mean, that's that's one of the weaknesses in his game. But then with the impact he had during the period of passing. For me, that is not even a weakness because as a striker, his primary responsibility, his primary role on the field of play is to score goals. But, but, so but, ordinarily, but, 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 you but should break a player, you, you should... Because you said your philosophy, that if, if, if a coach says you have to press the ball and you can't press, then you will not get into the starting eleven. Well, I, I agree with you much as I, I understand you and I agree with you, but I strongly disagree with such a philosophy. But let's go. It's, it's entirely his prerogative, what he wants. But ordinarily, what you sign a striker for is to bang in goals, goals, goals. And remember, goals make the game beautiful. And like I remember in 1998, the Brazilian team, their philosophy then to the World Cup was, it doesn't matter how many goals you score. What matters is the number of goals you score. So as long as Kelechi Hanacho deliver the goals, at the end of the day, 4-3 now win, now 3 points. 5-4 now win, now 3 points. Just continue to bang in the goals. That's what matters. And that's what makes the game beautiful, Abdul Hamid. All right, talking about goals, I mean, one of, I mean, one of the players who will be looking for, for goals, 
called the double header against Central African, um, Central African Republic, Alex Iwobi, who has been involved in four goals in the last five games for the Super Eagles, have been ruled out due to injury. And Terry Murphy has been called up as, as, his, as his replacement. I mean, this is a big blow for the Super Eagles. It's a big blow for the Spikers. Let me digress a little bit. If you accept Victor Simon is out, I'm a big blow with that too, because the guy has really been in red, hot sparkling form. But Alex, yes, he contributes to good, but we have good replacement for him. It even will reduce the selection headache that the sweat match and that is the Super Eagles and Lagenetro will be having. Uh, we wish Alex will be quick recovery and we hope to see him come back to the Super Eagles and continue to deliver the goodies. But as it is, and considering the opposition Nigeria is going to be facing, it's not going to be a headache at all for the Nigerian national team. Yes, talking about the opponent you'll be facing, yes, we'll be facing Central African Republic. The first uh, encounter comes up next week Thursday yeah, and in Nigeria. And but I mean, this should be a walk in the park for us. I mean, we should just get these points and just secure our bet through the next round of this qualification series. Stroll in the park. Remember when these draws were announced, we said this is not where the problem lies. Where the problem lies is the second round of the qualification. It should be a stroll in the park. Central African Republic, um, ordinarily off your head. Can you really think of any star player that plays for that team? Not um, um, underrating the team, not saying they are not good, but ordinarily, when you place them side by side, the um, Super Eagles, this should not give us any wahala at all. You understand? Let's move. Oh, all right. The all job right. to be done is in front. Mm, mm, oh, all right. All right. All right. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, 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 I saw a very, I mean, a tweet from one of, I mean, from one of the reputable journalists in Nigeria, Babashide Koiki, and he made a point that he doesn't see, he sees no reason why a player like Kevin Akpoguma should be picked ahead of uh, Taron Nibui as the right back for Super Eagles. We should not forget that um, Kevin Akpoguma, for all, for, for, for record's sake, is not a natural right back. I mean, what do you have to take on? I mean, and we've seen Akpoguma play as right back in time past. And for me, I also think there's this bias with Ozzyko, um, with Kenneth Roy. I mean, if he has his heart, his eyes fixed, uh, fixated on, his, on a particular player, it's very difficult for other players to have their chances. Now, well, I'll look at it holistically two ways. Um, Tyron has been doing well with the Super Eagles. Um, if he has been doing well, let's give him some, let's give um, Coach Genefra the benefit of the doubt. But again, on the flip side, considering the fact that this opposition is not a very, very strong opposition that is the Central African Republic team. I would have thought that Genetra would use it as an opportunity to test this same player we are talking about here. But ordinarily, like you said, once Genetra is presented on a player, he is more, and it's normal, human nature, that is the way we are. Once you are comfortable with something and with something or somebody, you rather stick with that thing rather than going to gamble. But considering the fact that it is Central African Republic, I think, quote unquote, the gamble is what it's Abdul Hamid. All right, thank you very much, Amza. This where we shall be drawing the curtains on the show. Don't forget that another episode will drop in next week, Saturday evening. All right, and you don't forget that you can join us on social media, Twitter, and we tweet at San, the Facebook Sport Analysis Network, and on Instagram, Sport Analysis Network. Au revoir. Thank you, Abdul Amis. <laughs>
Yeah. If you know what come 